to linger here like this Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you well, hey, I'm here with Beth Lindley, uh, and uh, we are going to be watching Boundin, the 2003 Pixar short. Uh, how's it going, Beth? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Rock and roll, doing the thing. Uh, Good. I'm like, it's been a while since we talked, and we talked and talked, yeah. and then we talked, and then we hung up on the on the podcast, and then we kept talking about comic books, and then we kept talking. We did. Uh, we kept talking then, about how I don't like the Buffy comics, and that y'all do. Uh, I love the Buffy, Buffy comics. Josh is, like, sort of into them. I think he, he would be more into them if he read more of them, certainly. Uh, but I love the Buffy comics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I'm, I'm literally biting my tongue right now because I, I can't. I can't do this to another one of your episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right, because this, this will turn from a uh, 10 to 15 minute shorts episode to a 30 minute episode about Buffy mm-hmm. again. <laughs> Just about Buffy. That's it. Uh, <laughs> it, could, it could happen. It'd be easy. Um, so, speaking of Buffy, why did you pick Bounden? Why did you pick this short? Okay. So, um, when I was, uh, I guess since this came out in 2003, then I was, yeah, I was 11. So, when I was um, 11, that was when The Incredibles came out. And The Incredibles, up to that point, had, I saw it in theaters with my parents or maybe just with my dad, because my dad and I, like, even to this day, we have a very, like, fond connection to this movie, and um, we reference it all the time, and it's it's my dad's favorite Disney movie. It's one of my top, I would say top four, probably, um, and so immediately when it came out on DVD, we, we got it as a family, and um, I think I got it for Christmas. And that Christmas, we watched the DVD and every single extra feature on the DVD multiple times, many, many, many times over. And that included this short, which they, you know, included as a special feature, if you bought, like, the two-disc DVD, I think. And I watched this short. I realized when I was watching it today that I remember all of the words to to Holy like shit. the whole thing because it's very that rhythmic it's not like a it's not like a it's it, it's it's kind of just like an epic kind of to not necessarily but it rhymes and there's a rhythm to it and there's a flow to it yeah and you know a I, four minute poem that's awesome yeah and i remember all the words and the 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 like rhythm i remember it all and um it's just so like ingrained in my brain I did not realize because I picked it because I was like I watched this I remember specifically watching this over and over and over and over again when I was a kid just this short film as as well as the Incredibles but I also watched this and I just it just stuck it's like it's like I don't know what's it called like when you like it's like calcified in my brain and I can't get rid of it awesome Okay, so I yeah. have to ask you then. So, like, you watched this a whole bunch as a kid. We can talk about, like, what you take away from it now, but do you remember what you took away from it as a kid? Um, honestly, oh, geez. Um, well, see, it's kind of in the same vein as The Incredibles. It's one of those things where you just totally take away two completely different things when you're younger and when you're an adult. Um, 
to be honest with you, I don't remember taking away any moral lesson beyond, oh, don't care what others think about you, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, you know, on the surface, pretty much what it's yeah. about. But, um, exactly. but it's just, it's so pretty too. And like the, um, the just, especially just the bouncing and the transition between the seasons. I remember just loving cause it's just so much fun to look at. And I'm pretty sure this is my first experience with the animal jackalope. I'm pretty sure this is the first time I had ever seen of or heard of it. So I thought that was pretty fascinating too. Oh yeah, sure. I actually yeah. I have some jackalope facts here. Do you want do you want to hear some jackalope Please facts? Please lay them on me. Okay. Uh, well, I went to jackalope.com, which exists. Okay. Uh, my general version of research is type in the thing that you want to know.com and see if it's there first um, because sure. they're usually the expertist. Um, so I have, uh, these are some, some, some highlights that I have from jackalope.com. Uh, it's an aggressive species willing to use its antlers to fight. Uh, thus, the jackalope is also sometimes called the warrior rabbit. Huh? Yeah. No, it's a violent species. Did you know that? Huh? No. That doesn't look like it in the in the okay. short, but it for sure is. Um, yeah. Jackalopes become especially vocal before thunderstorms, perhaps because they mate only when lightning flashes, or so it is theorized, which huh. explains the rarity of this species. Okay. So only when lightning is flashing, so they have to be very quick. All right. <laughs> Jackalope <laughs> milk is particularly sought after because it is believed to be a powerful aphrodisiac, according to Jackalope.com. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care um, for that. It says uh, it is incredibly dangerous to milk a jackalope, and so you should not do it. Okay. <laughs> um, but if you do, so, you can get it on. Uh, that is what... This is what jackalope.com says. Now, okay. listen, I'm not an expert. I'm just reading from the expert website. <laughs> Jackalope hunting license can be obtained from Douglas Ca uh, Chamber of Commerce uh, through the hunting of jack for the hu hunting of jackalopes. Um, it's restricted from midnight to 2 a.m. on June 31st. So okay. you can only, there's a short window of jackalope hunting that's allowed, uh, and you can get your permits at the Douglas Chamber of Commerce. So, huh. so these are good informational facts that should color our discussion here about uh, jackalopes and um, the bounding that they do, the warrior rabbits, as they are called. The warrior rabbits. Yes. Huh. Uh, the aphrodisiac part I left off, uh, they are also sometimes referred to as horny rabbits. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, no. That's what jackalope.com says. Of course says. they are. Yeah. Uh, and they have oh. horns, see? Because it's the... And they have horns. Short yep. sidebar, when I was a kid, I played the Wild Thornberries online flash game, and you can, like, <laughs> keep, you can keep um, wild animals, like, in the reserve or whatever, and I had a warthog, and I named it Horny, and Nickelodeon.com didn't like that, and <sighs> I didn't know why. Oh, no! What? I, and that... <laughs> and that was how... And that was how I found out what it was when I was, like, probably, like, eight years old. I was like, why can't I name my... It has horns! Anyway, I think about that literally every single time. I, like, have flashbacks to how Nickelodeon.com destroyed my innocence. 
<laughs> that is so good. Oh my god. Hold on. Was this like a so like could you go and visit other people's farms? And stuff? I don't remember. Literally, all I remember is that I was at my friend Aaron's house. We were at her computer. You know how you did when you were like, you were like, let's go to the computer room. We went to the computer room. We were on her computer. I was playing this game. She was like a year older than me. And I don't know how she knew what it meant because I named it <laughs> horny and Nickelodeon.com was like, nope. And she was like, mm, no, Beth, no, you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, but why not? <laughs> Oh, man, that's awesome. This is a great story. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Horny Rabbit. If I had known that, if I, honestly, if I had known that as a kid when this movie came out, I would have just been going around saying it, and my dad probably would have been like, oh, oh, Beth, oh, Beth, no. (laughs) Let's not say that ever again. (laughs) So let's talk about the Horny Rabbit and his uh, (laughs) naked lamb friend. (laughs) Um, so the, the, like, it's all in rhyme, it's in, like, uh, I don't know, like, it's a sort of a, what's his name, Buck something or another, the guy who's singing uh, it? Buck, um, uh, where Bud is Lucky. it, it's on here, Buck Bud Lucky. Lucky, Bud Lucky, yes. Yeah, he's, like, you know, he's singing a lot, he's, uh, uh, he, he's doing the whole narrating part, which is really good, mm-hmm. uh, it yeah, starts it with, like, a bird on a yucca flower, it's, like, in, like, the high west plains out there, Colorado, mm-hmm. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it's like in like uninhabited parts of like Arizona or New Mexico or something like that. Yeah, uh, so that's a that's a cool like setting. Uh, mm-hmm. What did like What did you like? Uh, what were your like takeaways from from this this uh, short? So already we are we've talked for double the time of the short. Uh, what are your general oh takeaways of it? <laughs> um. Do you mean like just like the moral and stuff like that, or like? Um, yeah, sure. Like, like, so we like we're starting with with like the the lamb doing like this high step dance, which is I guess mm-hmm. different than what he's going to do later. Uh, and yeah. the neighbors are like all dancing with him, and then he gets like sheared naked, uh, and the neighbors yes. are laughing at him. So they're fickle yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. All of his, yeah, all of his friends, because his whole thing is that he has such a nice, like, very like pristine, very like shiny coat of wool, and um, and then all of a sudden, like a like covered wagon comes by and shears him, and he's suddenly naked as sheep's, you know, are when you shear them, and he's very self conscious, and all of his friends are laughing at him. It's very. It's very sad. You feel really bad for this guy. Yeah, um, but he he also starts but, out super vain, right? Like he starts out like yeah, uh, where like he's like preening himself and like he I, I don't remember what uh, the narrator says, but says something along the lines of like he just took so much pride in his like in his his coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gets shorn, and then he's like very sad and he's like he's like curled up in a ball all by himself and the jackalope comes over the mountain basically <coughs> and um and he's like hey but he he's the um there's a literary term for this the guy that like or the person that like swoops in and fixes everything and makes you feel better about yourself <laughs> um i cannot remember what it is right now but he he's basically he comes by and he's like what's your what what's got you so down in the dumps and 
the sheep is like, well, I used to be super pretty and I used to have pride in my dancing and my fur. And now I I have nothing because I can't dance. I mean, he can, like he physically can, but everyone laughs at him when he's like out, you know, showing, strutting his stuff. So they're like, nope. Um, and he's like, I used to have all this pride in my appearance and myself and now it's all gone. And, um, the jackalope's like, well, you could do what I do, which is just hop everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he says, sometimes you're down and sometimes you're up. Uh, (laughs) And you should just jump a lot and then you'll be good, um, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's he's like, basically, um, this thing that, this, this really cool thing that, like you can be, you can do even if you don't have her. Which this is a little confusing to me. I feel like this, the the um, point kind of gets lost in the plot a little bit because it's like he could do the dancing also without the wool. He just is scared to. So I guess he just needed a push. He just needed a push from a very confident fictional animal. Yeah, the um, bounder. Yeah. So. He, the jackalope shows him, like, how cool he looks. He's like, oh, you can be up, you you know, you can be up next to the sky. And, like, you can go, you can travel really fast, basically. And he's like, you can do it, too. And and he does. And he finds that he likes it a lot. And he's good at it. And it starts, like, it kind of raises his confidence a little bit. And everyone else, suddenly, because every, they don't change. The 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 mammals and reptiles of the Southwest they still they still like oh your worth is in whether or not you can like like perform cool things or not really <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't really and, care if you're pink it's just whether or not you look cool yeah whether or not yeah whether or not you can perform cool physical actions that the rest of us cannot um, <laughs> so he's like. So the short ends with um, uh, he, the sheep is like bounding, quote, bounding. That's what they call it. He's like, oh, you can bound, bound, bound and rebound. Um, And he's bounding all over the place. And you see him grow his wool back and then he gets shorn again and he's fine with it. He doesn't care anymore. Um, And the last lines of the thing is like, in this world full of ups and downs, ain't it nice to know there are jackalopes around? Which I'm like, who are the jackalopes? Mm. Who are the jackalopes of the world? Are they Man. just the people who are like, you can do it? Is the that super it? confident folk who are like telling people that if they, they jump enough that they'll 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 be they can get back up and I like that. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, we, we should all try to be jackalopes. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting because it's less focusing on um, the. Uh, I mean, it is saying that you should you, you can do whatever you want to do, no matter your appearance. So like if you're thinking of like, oh, like, I don't know, like if you got, for example, for, to take it extremely literally, if you get a bad haircut or I don't know if you gain a lot of weight or if you don't like the way that you look necessarily initially you still have worth as a as a being um no matter what you can still perform cool things i still feel like the message is a little lost in translation because it's like he what 
I don't understand. Like, I guess he dances and then he hops and everything's fine. He just needed that part of him to 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 do confidently. But why didn't he dance again? If that's yeah. why didn't he have to bound? I don't know. He, For he some reason, both, when I was right? watching this, I was like, something's not clicking here. I don't know yeah. why. If I'm ta- like, I don't know why I'm taking it so seriously. But I'm like, something is not connecting. But I do like the idea. That um, if you're like if you're if you the viewer are looking at it from a perspective, if you are the jackalope, like it's so easy. And I and I found this like recently, especially it's so easy to just like to take like 30 minutes of your day if someone is having a bad day or if someone is feeling down about themselves and just listen to them and like offer either either just like offer an ear or say, Hey, this is what's worked for me. Or, Hey, this is what I think would be good for you or something like that. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, Yeah. sometimes they, um, sometimes they take that advice and sometimes they don't. But like, I find that more often than not, it, um, it helps them just to have someone who like listens, who listens enough to like, who cares enough to listen to them. Um, which is what the jackalope did. Cause no one else was like, once the sheep was like sad and like really bummed and just curled up in a ball and no one even cared enough to like check in with him. That's right. So there's a jackalope in all of our hearts. Yeah. I feel like it's, mm -hmm. we're all a horny rabbit. Really? We are, we are, let's all aspire in 2019 to be horny rabbits. I love it. To our friends. What a great, what a great way to end this mm-hmm. story. Thank you so much, Beth. Uh, where can we find Thank your you work? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I love it, <laughs> and we're gonna do it again. Uh, what, what are you, what are you working on right now? So, um, I am still uh, on uh, Buffy Speak, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, and we are in. We are. Smack dab in the middle of season seven, so yeah. y'all better get in, get in while the getting's good, because we're not going to be around much longer. <laughs> um, Got it. Not doing the comic <laughs> books, I see. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> espe- not with my, my co-host is like, my co-host was like, I cannot wait to like never talk about Buffy for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can't relate, but I respect you. <laughs> um, but um, so that's still going on. We've only got like 10 episodes left, I believe. I think we are recording 12 is our next episode. Um, and I'm also on The Fourth Journal, which is a Gravity Falls podcast. Um, we took a break for a while, but we are back. We just recorded our next episode. Um and uh, my upcoming podcast, which is the first time I'll talk about it on air, actually, which is super exciting, um, is an actual play horror podcast um, that I have with three of my friends that I am so excited about. We play the game Occult, and uh, basically to like give you a little bit taste, it's about four people who... Grew up in a hometown, moved away, and 10 years later, something sinister has brought them back, and we all have to figure out what it is and how to stop it. That's so interesting. So it's like, like you said, it's like it, right? 
Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like it's very similar actually in the in the rule book. It's like the the thing that brings you back to your hometown could be anything. It could be, you know, a government agency. It could be a whatever, like an alien. It could be a scary clown that lives in the sewers and I was like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I I see what you're doing here, but it's very similar to it. So if you like if you like Stephen King, if you like like psychological horror, um, more like It Follows or Hereditary or The Babadook, I feel yeah. like you'll really like this this podcast. It's called um, Apotelesma, and it's spelled A P O T E L E S M A. And when should we be searching for that? Um, it is going to premiere uh, the end the last week in February, so two weeks from now, about. Oh, so by the time the people at home are listening to this, they will it'll already be out. That's awesome. Oh, awesome. Great. That's such good news. I'm plugging something that will be out already. <laughs> That's Hell yeah. very nice for me. Well, hey, thank you again and uh, come back thank you literally so much. all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I love doing this show. You guys are so much fun to talk to. Bye. All right. All right, bye. To linger here like this Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you What does a movie starring Britney Spears, a slasher film centered around Christmas, and a movie where Mandy Moore gets naked and goes into a gross river have in common? They were all made in the 2000s. Guess What You're Gonna Hate is a podcast where I make my friend Janine watch the worst movies of the 2000s and laugh at her. Check us out on iTunes or look us up online by going to hatepodcast.com. I hope you like it, because I sure know Janine doesn't. <laughs>